criminal defense attorney Justin Petritus here with my friend John Movahill, personal injury attorney at Corliss Barfield Trial Group. And we're talking about some more myths about civil law in this case. And this is a myth that I didn't know existed. I'm a little intrigued about, but I'm a little surprised. It, the myth is that insurance companies are not allowed to look at your social media. Is that true? That is false. Okay. They have every right to look at most of your social media. Unfortunately, I would say, I guess. Actually, unfortunately, fortunately, I don't know. I mean, so yeah, they the law is pretty clear. There's obviously certain exceptions carved out, and we won't get into the minutia of it, but just broad strokes, they're usually allowed to get your social media. And that is a big problem for uh, some clients because twofold. One, you shouldn't be talking about the facts and circumstances surrounding an accident. Let's We'll just you know, I like to use the example of car accident because everyone's familiar with those. But if you're in a car accident, you really should avoid getting on social media and talking about the facts and circumstances of the accident because your statements on social media 100% could be used against you at some point. Um, but then the other, the, the bigger issue that the insurance companies are really looking for on social media is really twofold. Your quality of life, what you're doing, how much are these injuries impacting you? And are you being honest when you're, let's say the case is in litigation and you've done a deposition and the in attorney for the insurance company has questioned you about how has this accident impacted your life? What can you do? What could you do before the accident that you can no longer do? Or what could you do before the accident that you now do with pain problems or limitations? You know, you tell them, I don't go to amusement parks anymore. You sure better have not gone to any amusement parks since that accident occurred. And you better not go to any more amusement parks until that case is resolved because they're going to find out and a good way they're going to find out is they're going to look at your social media so if you say i don't go to amusement parks anymore but six months prior you had tagged yourself while you were at uh you know islands of adventure or disney or something like that you've basically lied um and whether or not what you meant was i don't ride the roller coasters or i don't do this or i don't do that but that's not what you said you said i don't go to amusement parks anymore and you know, that, that's the important thing about the social media. And what I tell every client is you need to assume that the insurance company is going to look at your social media and you should be mindful of that. I'm not telling you to change your life. You live your life the way you would normally live your life and the best you can under the circumstances with these injuries that you've sustained. But you better tell the truth when you're under oath about what you can and can't do because if you go under oath and say, I can't do something, or I don't do this, or have I eliminated that from my life, and you're on social media doing it, that's a big problem for you. And that can be, for lack of a better term, a potential case killer, depending on what it said, what you, what, what you said. Do you find that uh, insurance companies look at all your clients' social media? Oh, 100%. If they can get at it, they can get at it, especially if it's public. They don't even need to try and get your information. They, they will just start Googling your name and searching your name and looking it up and start saving photos and screenshots of pages and compiling all the evidence that they can that's on your your Facebook page, your Instagram page, you know, whatever you may be posting on Twitter or whatever other social media platforms you're using. You know, I won't go through all of them, TikTok or whatever, <laughs> you know, just don't, what I tell everyone is just be mindful of what you're putting on social media. Don't, you don't need to stop using social media, but you need to be mindful and aware of what you're doing on there because you could be posting something about how an accident occurred that you feel is pretty innocuous. And it turns out to be very detrimental to your case. And here's a good example I guess I could give you is let's say the accident occurred and you got rear-ended and to you, it felt like you got hit at 50 miles an hour. And you put a, a, up on social media, I just got rear-ended at 50 miles an hour. 
Well, it turns out the person that rear-ended you was only going 20 miles an hour or 15 miles an hour. It still felt like a humongous impact to you that got hit, but in reality, it wasn't 50 miles an hour. The insurance company might try and use that statement that you posted all over social media to say, look at, look at Joe Smith out here trying to make this accident out to be worse than what it was. Now, there's obviously arguments about the admissibility of that and the arguments behind all of that, but there's, it's just a path you don't want to have to go down. The more ammunition you give the defense attorney to defend this claim that you've brought against them, the more difficult it becomes for you. So just be mindful of what you're doing on social media. And I mean, I can give you some hundreds probably of examples of clients that have put things on social media that just looks terrible for them. And they're in a deposition saying under oath, I have trouble doing X, Y, Z. And then you go and look at their, their Facebook page and they're doing X, Y, Z on Facebook. That's just bad all around. It, it's one, you're lying if that's if you're really going under oath and saying that. And two, it's really bad for your case. So I, I just go back to the, uh, the, the number one thing of just be mindful of what you're, you're putting on social media and understand that it's if the insurance company can get a hold of it, they're going to. And they're, if, it's, if it's helpful to them, they're going to try and figure out any way they can to get that into evidence and use it. And one of your jobs as a plaintiff, meaning the one that's injured, it's your duty to prove your case. You have to prove that these injuries were caused by this stick on a motor vehicle accident. And then if you're claiming pain and suffering, you have to show that these injuries have caused this pain and suffering. And if you're saying I'm having all these problems in life, but then you have this, you put out this view of yourself to the world of I'm doing all these wonderful things. It's going to be hard to argue in front of a jury that I have a lot of pain and suffering when I'm out doing all this stuff that I say I have problems doing. So that that that's to just go back to be be mindful about what you're doing. Would it be fair to say that, you know, it might be bad if if after the accident you're doing a lot of things. It might look bad for your case. But it's gonna look even worse if you're only not only doing those things, but you're lying about being able to do those 100%, things. A hundred percent. I never tell an attorney as an attorney, it's not my place and it's unethical. I don't ever tell an a, a client, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. You live your life as best as you can following the advice of what your medical professionals are telling you can and can't do. But what I'm saying is when it gets to the point of when you're being sit, sat down under oath and you're testifying as to how this accident has impacted your life, you better not be saying you can't do things that you're putting on your social media because that will have a very, very negative effect on your case. Far greater negative effect than if you just are in the deposition and you're honest and you say, look, I still do everything I can to the best of my abilities. But when I do X, Y, Z activities, they cause me ABC problems or mm -hmm. things like that. That is an, uh, that is a more honest answer and also a more beneficial answer. And it ties into the whole social media thing. So if you say, look, we'll go back to the amusement park example. You, if you, instead of telling them, I don't go to amusement parks, you say, I go to amusement parks, but I don't enjoy them as much as I used to. And here is why. That is a more accurate answer. That's a more truthful and honest answer. And it also is congruent and lines up with what you're putting on your social media. So that is the way to approach it. But again, it goes back to you should be very aware of what you're putting on your social media account, because especially if you're involved and I'm referring to when you're involved in a, a personal injury lawsuit, because that's going to be used against you need to assume when you're putting it on social media, if you have a, a civil action pending that the insurance company is basically looking at it in real time. Just assume that they're going to see everything you're posting on there. And I assume this is something you go over with your new clients in your first meeting. Usually first <laughs> meeting, 
I put it in the first letter I send to them and then ultimately kind of uh, reinforce it with them. Just be aware that this is going to be found out about and, you know, just make sure that you are honest about what you're doing with your life and how this has impacted you. There's nothing that prevent, and there's nothing that prevents them from going after it. Your social media, there's no court orders that says they can't look at something like that. That is, especially if you keep it as public, and even if you keep it as private, the case law is pretty pretty clear that they have a right at it. Now, there's obviously carved out exceptions where you can make arguments. That, let's say you're not making certain claims, and then they, you, you, they shouldn't be allowed to certain things, or there's certain things on your social media that are outside of the scope that it may be a they may be limited in what they can obtain from social media time periods, things like that. But as a general broad brush rule, you should understand that they're going to get access to it somehow. Just and assume that it's going to be. Yeah, and in some scope. Okay. So if you get in an accident, you need to contact a lawyer, I would say right away, to talk about a, a number of issues, including your social media. And and I think John would be one of the lawyers you should contact to talk about your issues and any kind of accident. Uh, and you can look me up at corlessbarfield.com. And I know we didn't talk about any criminal issues, but we've got uh, criminal law, criminal defense attorney extraordinaire, Justin Petritus over here, and he can tell you how to get in touch with him. Contact me at petrituslaw.com.